Hey, this is JLD, the author of The Freedom Journal and founder of the podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And you are listening to My Quest for the Best with Bill Ringel. You must be prepared to ignite. Listen up, small business founders, senior managers, and rising stars. Bill Ringel here, host of My Quest for the Best, where ambitious small business leaders discover strategies and tactics to unlock your growth potential. On each episode, I bring you the inside stories from published and accomplished guests who want to share their knowledge and experiences so you can be more successful in leading your people, managing your business, and navigating towards more growth and more impact in a changing and challenging landscape. Let's dive in. Joining me today is John Lee Dumas. He's the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, a business podcast where he interviews successful entrepreneurs and releases new episodes daily. He's arguably one of the most successful podcasters in the business. Entrepreneurs on Fire launched on September 22nd, 2012, and as of 2018, his podcasts have received 70 million downloads with 1 million monthly listens. Through EO Fire, he's grossed over $16 million since its launch, and its popularity and platform continue to grow with a core team of himself and Kate Erickson supplemented by a handful of VAs. John is the author of The Freedom Journal, The Best Daily Planner to Accomplish Your Number One Goal in 100 Days, The Mastery Journal, Best Daily Planner for Mastering Productivity, Discipline, and Focus in 100 Days, and The Podcast Journal, From Idea to Podcast to Launch in 50 Days. He graduated from Providence College on an Army ROTC scholarship. John was born and raised in Maine and now lives in Puerto Rico with Kate. Welcome, JLD. Hey, I am fired up to be here, Bill. Thanks for having me, my man, because I am on my quest for the best. You truly are unique among small business leaders. You've created a small business with a couple of employees and almost single-handedly grown it to over seven figures. Can you describe your podcast and a couple of the attributes that makes Entrepreneurs on Fire a unique podcast? So back in 2012, I was not a podcast host. I was just a listener of podcasts. I loved listening and consuming podcasts as I drove to work, was at the gym, on my bike, walking my dog, folding my laundry, doing dishes. You fill in the blank. I was listening to podcasts when I was doing other activities. I loved the medium. And then I was inspired to uh, say, hey, I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. What I want to be listening to are daily podcasts where they're interviewing successful entrepreneurs. So Bill, I went to find that show. It didn't exist. I searched iTunes through and through. No podcasts existed that fit those parameters. Daily interviewing entrepreneurs. So I decided to take a little cue from Gandhi and be the change that you want to see in the world. And that was when I launched the first and only daily podcast that interviews successful entrepreneurs. So you know, you ask how is it different? How is it unique? Like, where does it fit? Well, I went down and I niched into an area that nobody else was playing in. That sandbox was empty. So from day one, Bill, I was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. I was also the worst. I was the only. And that's what I want to encourage people to do. Become the only game in your sandbox. So you become a force of one because you've defined your niche so cleanly and accurately that you know who you're speaking to because you have those avatars in mind who actually represent the market that you're looking to serve. And there's no competition because it's just you. JLD, tell me, what are a couple of the metrics that you use to measure the success of your podcast? Right now, you've got over 2,000 episodes published. 
what else do you use to measure the success, the engagement, the return that makes this a worthwhile and successful project in your mind? I measure the daily downloads of the podcast. I measure the episode downloads of the podcast. I measure the month over month growth of the podcast. And I also measure the engagement via emails, via social media. How many people are reaching out and truly thanking me for the content that I'm putting out. Like I'm keeping track of these metrics because these are metrics that matter. And when you are tracking metrics that matter, then your business is going to succeed as a result. Because it's only when people kind of lose track about what matters in their business that their business kind of loses its focus, loses its, its way. So I know what I want to be tracking and I keep my eye on that prize. And do you look at those metrics as a way to leverage your effectiveness? Because you're using the metrics, you're able to do more with fewer staff. You know, I would say that we're able to do a lot with very little because we're very efficient. We're very effective. Everybody knows their lane. They know their specialty. They know what they're trying to do. And we're not trying to do too much. We're not trying to be more than we want to be. We want to be a successful podcast company that creates great content, that inspires people, and that helps people believe that they can take on their entrepreneurial path, their entrepreneurial journey to financial freedom, to location freedom, to lifestyle freedom. That's what we want people to do. We don't want or need to be bigger than that. So we know our lane, we know where we excel, and we keep things lean as a result. John, you've created an enormous number of podcasts. The quality continues to grow. That's just my personal observation, having been a listener for years. First of all, let's just acknowledge, as you said before, you went over it kind of lightly, you're the best and also the worst. When you started your podcast, you didn't just walk into it and gosh, this is easy. You found your calling and everything was there in place from day one, was it? There were some struggles. Massive struggles. And it goes back to the core of everything that we do as human beings. Did you, were you born as a baby and you just started running and talking and laughing? No, like you went through the process of struggling to sit up, of struggling to crawl, of struggling to walk, of struggling to run, of struggling to talk, of struggling to do all those things. Nobody's born an amazing podcast host. Nobody's born an amazing communicator. You put in the reps, you put in the reps. JLD, I love that phrase because of its truth and power. It's true. From business to athletics, there's no substitute for deliberate practice, like Anders Ericsson would say, or Cal Newport in his book, So Good They Can't Ignore You, to any top-level coach would agree with that deeply. JLD, can you expand on that and tell me more about what it means from your perspective to put in the reps? There's no other way to do it, and especially in the sports world. That's why I love athletes, because they get it. Athletes understand that the best athletes have put in the reps. You know, love him or hate him, Kobe Bryant was so right. He's like, why am I going to go to college? If I go to college, I'm going to have to spend a huge chunk of my time going to, to classes that aren't going to make me a better basketball player. I'm 17 years old. I'm ready for the NBA. I want to eat, breathe, and live basketball. He would have wasted four years of development going to college. Massive mistake. He can go to college at 40, at 50, at 60. And as anybody who's watching him right now, that man is not struggling in the world of business. And again, love him or hate him, that's the reality. He knew he had to put in the reps. He had to be the best. Michael Phelps woke up and swam. And that's why he became 
that 27 time gold medalist, whatever his final numbers are, because he put in the reps. That's what winners do. And whether we're talking about world-class athletes or world-class entrepreneurs, there are times when it becomes difficult, where it becomes discouraging, where you don't win, where you don't meet that milestone that you anticipated. What is it that you fall back on as you've gone through your own journey, JLD, in order to give you encouragement when the chips were down, when things didn't go your way, when you didn't break a certain number or achieve a result that you were looking to, to gain? I have gratitude. I'm a big believer in starting every day with gratitude because even if things aren't going well, if you're feeling sick or down or you're just not you know, in a great place with your business or your life, or whatever it might be, everything's cyclical. Everything is cyclical. There's ups, there's downs, there's plateaus and everything in between. But if you can just sit down and say, you know what? I'm grateful for X or Y or Z. There is always something to be grateful for in your life. Always. The air that you're breathing, if you want to go to the core of the core, your life can be absolutely falling down in every single area, but you're breathing air. So that means you're actually surviving. So why not be grateful for that? There's always something to be grateful for. So if you can just always go back to gratitude and to being grateful for what you do have in this world that's positive, it just changes your perspective. And so that's why I'm a huge proponent of starting your day with gratitude. The Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, both of those journals, massively successful. What's the first thing you do when you open up that book? Huh, I've got this one. Each of those books prompts you or primes you to think about something you're grateful for, right? I am grateful for, colon, and you finish that sentence. And if you're really starting your day with gratitude, you're starting your day with a completely different mindset than most people. What's something that you find that makes a difference where you really can tap into the power of gratitude and you're not just giving lip service to it or as a checkbox on a to-do list? Your goal should be to find something unique to be grateful for every single day. I have a daily podcast called The Daily Refresh, and I'm very specific in that with it's all about inspiring the mind through a quote. It's all about energizing the body through breathing, doing some breathing exercises, and then having gratitude with a unique piece of gratitude. That's why when people are like, I'm grateful for my kids. Like, of course you are. You, and you have to say that because you're a parent. So blah, 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 we get it. But now what's something unique that you're grateful for? Like you can use your kids once and it's real and you are grateful for them. Tipping of the hat to you. Now day two, day three, day four, find unique things that you're grateful for. That's how you're going to keep the real gratitude going. Because if you just say the same things every single day, I'm grateful for my kids. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my friends. Like it just becomes lip service at that point. Great distinction, JLD. So tell me, as you were endeavoring to build a successful podcast, because you felt that was your calling, you knew that was something you wanted to do because it filled a niche that you saw wasn't being met elsewhere. What was a turning point that you had in your business where suddenly you saw some measure of traction or some response, or you started being able to get guests that you weren't able to, where you said to yourself, huh, I think I'm going to make it. I think that this is really going to take off. So for me, it was engaging with my listeners. That is what was what the turning point was. I was getting some traction with my downloads and my numbers were going up, but I was just feeling a little bit of a disconnect. I'm like, you know, I know a lot of people are listening because I'm seeing the numbers, but 
I don't really have any back and forth with those numbers. They're just kind of numbers on a screen. So that had me have a mindset shift and say, I'm going to go deep and I am going to find those numbers, which are human beings. And I'm going to have one-on-one conversations with them. And I started having five minute one-on-one Skype calls with my listeners every single week where I would ask, how'd you find out about me? And I would learn how people were finding out about my show so I could pour some fluid on that, some igniter fluid. I would say, what do you like about the show? So I could learn what people actually enjoyed about my show. I would say, what don't you like about my show? So I could learn about things that they they just really didn't like and I could potentially take those things away if I was getting that consistently enough. And then the last thing is, what is your biggest struggle right now? Well, I could recognize well-structured questions from a distance, JLD. What was the purpose in asking these questions and what did you do with the information from your listeners and from people who are responding to your invitations to have conversations? You know, and ending with what's your biggest struggle right now made me realize that a lot of my listeners were struggling creating their content, creating their podcast, taking what they were excited about and turning it into a profitable or successful venture. And that's what the idea for Podcasters Paradise came from, that concept, that question, those conversations. And Podcasters Paradise didn't come from my siloed brain. It came from those conversations that I had, understanding their biggest struggles, and then providing the solution to them in the form of Podcasters Paradise, how to create, how to grow, how to monetize your podcast. Now, 4,500 members later, six years later, $6 million later, it's still an amazing revenue source for us after all of these years because we continue to solve people's problems. When you think of a success for yourself personally, JLD, what are one or two of the key criteria you have for knowing that you've been successful or pursuing the path of success as you define it? The ripple effects. Those two words are everything for me. When I'm interviewing somebody and that conversation, that interview inspires one of my listeners to get out of their comfort zone, to push the envelope, to try something new, to have an aha moment that they may have not otherwise had and start something that they're passionate about, that they're excited about, that they have skills and value to add to the world in. And then they go and do something that they may not have otherwise done that's now inspiring a whole other group of people who will never hear of John Lee Dumas or of Entrepreneurs on Fire, but that's a one, two, three, four, five degrees of separation. That ripple effect to me, that's everything. And that's why I love every episode that I put out, whether it's on your show, somebody else's show, my show, is the chance for that person listening to have that inspired moment that's going to propel them to their version of greatness. JLD, thank you so much for joining me today on my quest for the best. Before we say goodbye, where can people find out more about your show, first of all, and also about you and the projects that you're working on? So all the magic happens at eofire.com. We have free courses for podcasting, for funnels, for finding out your big idea. So a lot of great free courses there, eofire.com. Of course, I'd love for people to check out Entrepreneurs on Fire, the podcast. So you can just search for John Lee Dumas or Entrepreneurs on Fire. And as far as like another thing that I think is really cool, something that I'm partnering up with is a company called Auxbus, A-U-X-B-U-S.com. And they're doing some really cool things in the podcasting world, just making it easier for people like you and me to create and launch our own podcasts. 
JLD, you've been tremendous in sharing insights with me on my quest for the best and everyone listening is benefiting from the inspiration and informative tips you've shared. I just want to thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, brother. It's been a blast. Have a great day. Hi, this is Bill, and I hope you've enjoyed this podcast interview on my quest for the best. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite app so you never miss an episode full of stories, tips, and insights for the ambitious small business leader. Now I have a quick request for you. Please go to Apple Podcasts and iTunes and give us a rating and review. My team and I really appreciate the feedback, and we read every comment to find out what you enjoy and what you want as we develop new content, course materials, and a few surprises that we have in store for you. When you rate and review my quest for the best, you help other small business leaders find us, subscribe to the podcast, and join the community. You can get the Insider's e-newsletter for small business leaders by going to myquestforthebest.com. We have chosen a challenging path to make a living and make a difference in the world, and I believe it's important to share top-notch resources with each other, which is why you'll find new episodes from top thought leaders and small business experts on My Quest for the Best each week. Thanks for listening and being part of the community. See you on the next episode.